It's Saturday in the second week of Advent. Welcome to today's Advent Cast. This is Father John Zulsdorf. We continue today our reading from the Sacramentary by Blessed Ildefonso Schuster about tomorrow, the third Sunday of Advent, in anticipation of that beautiful Gaudete Sunday. We've been talking about the papal ceremonies for the vigil and then the Sunday carried out at St. Peter's, which is the station church for today. The Stational Mass for this day, as it immediately precedes the Christmas season, had originally a strikingly festive character. We know that novenas and triduums in preparation for the greater feasts are of later origin, and in the golden age of the liturgy these weeks before Easter and Christmas, with their vigilary masses and stational synaxes at the most famous basilicas of the Eternal City, were intended to prepare the souls of the faithful and to obtain for them from heaven the grace to profit by the various solemnities of the liturgical cycle. At the Mass, the Pope intoned the angelic hymn, which was then taken up by all the clergy. After the collect, the singers, led by the cardinal deacons, the apostolic subdeacons, and the notaries, recited the acclamations or laudes in honor of the pontiff, the clergy, and the Roman people, a custom still observed at the coronation ceremony of sovereign pontiffs. At the termination of the holy sacrifice, the deacons replaced the tiara on the head of the pope, and, having mounted their horses, the whole cavalcade proceeded with all due solemnity to the Lateran, where the banquet took place. Today's ceremonial has preserved very little indeed of all this brilliant ritual setting. Joy is, indeed, by no means the dominant note of modern society. At the Mass, it is true, the sacred ministers are clothed in rose-colored vestments in place of the customary ones of violet, and the organ once again fills the aisles with its strains. The divine office itself has not undergone any change. It preserves intact its primitive spirit of festivity and eagerness, aroused by the nearness of the coming of the Savior. From Book 10 of the Confessions of St. Augustine Our curiosity is tempted every day in the most minute and contemptible things, and who can count how many times we succumb? How often, when people are telling idle tales, do we begin by tolerating them, we don't want to offend the weak, and gradually end up listening willingly? These days I don't go to the races to see a dog chasing a hare, But if I happen to pass such a pursuit in the fields, it may possibly distract me from serious thought. I don't turn my horse aside to watch it, but I do turn my mind toward it. And unless you, God, show me my weakness and quickly warn me, either to rise to you from some reflection on the sight itself, or just to despise it completely and pass it by, I, fool that I am, am absorbed by it. 
when I am sitting at home, why am I often distracted by a lizard catching flies or a spider trapping them in her web? When our hearts are made a vessel for such things and hold crowds of these abundant distractions, then our prayers are often interrupted and disturbed by them. While we turn our voices to your ears in your presence, such an important matter is broken off by who knows what idle thoughts. 